Welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters, and it's a beautiful day here in Arizona. It is February 14th of 2022, and it's beautiful out. Beautiful day. Hope you guys are having a good day. Hope the Super Bowl went awesome for you. If you watch the Super Bowl, if you don't, then I hope your weekend went awesome. Either way. And we're here. We've got an episode with my man Marshall. Marshall's been doing awesome stuff at Simple Machine. I had him on right when they first opened up, and and I think they needed a, a 2.0 type episode because where they were in you know the beginning of 2020 and where they are now is incredible, and they work their asses off there. So why don't you get him on the show? <clears throat> Marshall's got some really great insight into a lot of things. He has a, a great perspective, and, and I've become really good friends with him, and you know, uh, I like working with him, and yeah, so there, I profess my love for Marshall Norris, owner brewer of Simple Machine Brewing Company. Um, <laughs> so before we get into that, though, Beer Week is here. If you're listening to this right now, this is uh, the beginning of Beer Week, pretty much. It's going to start, it's 10 days, so it's February 17th through the... Um, 27th. So it's a 10 day thing highlighted by the Arizona Strong Beer Festival, which is the 19th. Uh, this coming Saturday, it is at Bell Bank Park, I think is what it's called. It's a Mesa, huge facility, new spot uh, for the festival. It looks incredible. Going to be so many, many great places there. We're going to be there. Going to be set up in the Hensley Old West, Wild West area. So come out, say hi to us. Gonna have the podcast running. Gonna have the Arizona Beer Book. Have some magazines to hand out. Some some stickers, some swag, things like that. Say hello. Stop by. Say hi, and we'll be there. So I have two tickets to give away right now. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do. I'm gonna give you guys two days. Let's go. Let's end this thing at Wednesday at noon. Arizona time, and I'll announce it Wednesday at 3 o'clock. All right? I'm holding myself accountable. Rent is now down. So um, due by Wednesday the 16th, Wednesday the 16th, you need to email me, eric at tapthataz, that is E-R-I-C, at tapthataz.com. Email me, eric at tapthataz.com. You can even just put in the subject line, I want the tickets. And that's it. Send me an email. And I will, because here's what, here's what I, here's kind of, I don't know if you care or not. I'm going to give you a little bit of insight into why I want to do it this way. Because sometimes social media is, it's confusing. It's, it's, it, sometimes people look at it as the measure of success for whatever it is, whether it's, you know, if a brewery doesn't have a lot of followers, then obviously they're not successful. No, that's not how it works. So, uh, I, my thing is I like doing this podcast. This is what you like listening to, right? I, I'm not super active on social media. I do some, you know, Instagram, uh, do some things a few times a week, but honestly, it's not a priority. This is my priority is to get this out consistently to provide you guys with great content. So I want you to get the chance to, to win these tickets, not somebody who's just following me just to get a, a few, few tickets. So I want you guys to be you, you're my, you're my folks. So I'm um, not folks as in, uh, it, where I grew up in Ohio, folks meant parents. You're my, not my parents. So <laughs> where are we going? Okay. <clears throat> Email me by noon on Wednesday, the 16th of February, 2022. And at 3 PM or 6 PM, I haven't decided yet. Uh, I will announce 
the winner of the two tickets based off of this giveaway. Um, and I'll announce it actually on, I'll announce it on social media. How ironic is that? I'll email the person who won. <laughs> How about that? And I'll email all of you and let you know who, if you had won or not. So, um, yeah, let's enter, enter this contest. Come see me at the festival. Now, let's back up a second. The Friday before Strong Beer Festival, tap that easy, hazy beer release at Simple Machine. Come get some. The plan is to start having this more and more. If you've been to Simple Machine um, and you go again this Friday, come see me. Say hi. Uh, we're going to have some kind of packs. Uh, you know, what do you call it? Like uh, you get a four-pack, a T-shirt, a glass sticker type of thing, right? So come get some of that while they last. And take a look in the back. Look at the tanks that Marshall has now. They um, are severely growing their capacity, and it's awesome. And the goal is to have Tap That Easy Hazy on at all times. But right now, it's uh, you know it's going crazy, going like hotcakes, they say. So get the Simple Machine on Friday. Uh, I'll be there for a little bit. I'm not sure quite how long because uh, Strong Beer Festival is the next day, and it's a long day. So... If you see me at Simple Machine, come say hi. Go get some beer and some some swag and whatnot. Oh, shirts. I think we're doing shirts, too. I think we're going to have shirts sometime as well. So, all right. Where were we? Okay. And then next up on the agenda for Beer Week for me is going to be uh, arm wrestling tournament next Wednesday, the 23rd, at Court House. It is court, like a court of beer or milk, whatever. And it's in Chandler. And they're going to have an arm wrestling tournament. It is Pink Boots, Arizona, puts on this arm wrestling tournament every year. Women's arm wrestling tournament throwdown. And that is when it's going down. It is Wednesday the 23rd at Courthouse. I think it starts like 6 p.m. Come down. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to be there commentating old school WWF style uh, along with Liz Lindbergh from the past uh, episodes. She's hosted. She hosted, I think, a strong beer or real wild and woody. She's hosted multiple episodes. So Liz is going to be there. Her and I commentating this arm wrestling thing. And there's going to be drinks and fun and good times and, and badass women arm wrestling. So come check it out Wednesday, the 23rd. So I hope you guys have great plans and fun times for beer week and hope you're doing well. Let's get into this one. This uh, episode with Marshall from Simple Machine Brewing 2.0. Let's get into this. Can you hear me? Oh, there I am. There we go. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Marshall. Hey, buddy. Hello. Hey, cheers. Cheers to you guys watching and listening at home. Marshall, cheers to you, buddy. Yeah, brother. This is one of my favorite beers. It's your favorite beer, too, isn't it? It's the one I've consumed the most of per ounce, definitely. And it is Day Crusher. Day Crusher. Which is what type of beer, Marshall? It's just an American Blondale. Four and a half percent. Fifteen IBU. Pretty straightforward. Of deliciousness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, um, we were supposed to do an episode for uh, your anniversary. It was going to be a live episode at 1227 Taproom. And then COVID hit the Walters house. So <laughs> I was pretty bummed out that, uh, that we missed the opportunity to do that. But we'll do that again. Uh, but Marshall, I've been wanting to catch up with you, buddy. Like, well, I appreciate on it. On the microphones, because we see each other all the time. Um, right. Living up here in the... in this. this feels more official. It does. It does. So... Um, I still get nervous. I do, too. I do. <laughs> Every single one. I'm reading a book, actually, right now about um, speaking. Like, speaking without being, you know, wanting to shit your pants, right? You know that people would rather, like, die 
than uh, speak in front of people. Like, there's actually studies. Some people, for sure. Yeah. Well, they said that the number one fear is public speaking, mm. and the number two fear is death. <laughs> so, literally, I would rather die than speak in front of people. But, uh, no, that's not me. I, but um, I don't know where I was going with that. Marshall, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks guys, for having me. Absolutely. So, two years. You guys just hit two years. And it seems like you guys have been in my neighborhood ever since I lived here, which was 2015. Um, well, some days it feels like we've been here a long time, yeah. and then sometimes it feels like we just barely started. People are like, when did you guys open? Like, right. Well, okay. we get that every day. Yeah, every day. Which is great. You know, people are uh-huh. still discovering uh-huh. us, and the brand is still growing, and uh, we get to see new faces all the time. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, it just feels like, I, f- I feel like I've put in... More than two years worth of work. You yeah. have. You put in two years of COVID, right? That's like Fahrenheit and Celsius, right? Yeah. <laughs> two years of COVID years is different. And, and your when when did you guys open? When was your like soft opening? When was the first time somebody could come and grab a beer? The week of Thanksgiving in 2019, okay. we soft opened with just guest beers. Okay. Okay. Um, and one collab that we had, and then we started production in December, so we had a grand opening in January of 2020. Yeah. The stars were twice as bright that night. You know, it's, uh, little did we know that yeah. we would be shut down in mid-March, but uh, we made the best of it. You, you know? guys, I mean, but if from the beginning of that grand opening, you guys were you kind of hit the ground running, right? Yeah. Well, we had uh, a lot of friends in the industry. Yeah. For grand opening, we did a lot of a lot of paid advertising and promotion, which was awesome. Uh, I think it it really kicked off the brand. Okay. Um, you know, it just it went really well. Um, print advertising and, and digital, and you did an episode with us when we first got going. Yep, I believe yep. that helped a lot. We did the um, commercial. Remember the commercial, yeah. the delivery commercial. The t- yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun for, for COVID. Yeah. I got to ride your uh, neighbor's daughter's bike. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, it was. It, it worked out really well. I think um, you know, COVID had its its detriment at first, but. There was such a push during the first shutdown for people to search local and to try mm-hmm. to support local that it really did us a favor. Yeah. Um, and I had worked in uh, production brewing before, so shifting, shifting to a packaging model really wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, yeah. obviously getting the supplies and, and you know prepping our beers for it, we were, we were versed for it, we were ready for it. Yeah. Uh, and then it was just a matter of just trying to figure out how we were going to get it out of the house. A lot of tap room sales, people coming up. We did curbside. We tried to deliver ourselves. We yeah. we delivered through Manuel for a while, um, figuring it out. Right? Like yeah. What we, works? Like what? whatever we had to do. Yeah. You know? And thankfully, I mean, one of my favorite things ever is working with people in the industry, and I feel like I do more collaborations than anyone else. <laughs> That's on my notes. That's one thing I'm like, March, what the hell's up with all these collaborations? <laughs> no, I love it, man. But you I think that. it made a big impact. You know, even sure. when. You know, during our grand opening, even though we didn't know we were going to get shut down yet, I was trying to do collabs with anyone I could. Yeah. And, I mean, we had three of our own beers on, but at grand opening, I'm pretty sure we had three or four collaborations on, too. Okay. You know, so at least it was beer we had our hand in, Yeah. Uh, even if we weren't up to that production level yet. Um, and then one of our goals was to work with the community because, well, one, you know, we wanted to, to be that benefactor to help spread the word of local charity and uh, try to involve the community with... You know, our industry is a little bit different than uh, a traditional business, like trying to do a fundraiser. You know? sure. So it, yeah. it brought new customers to us, which is really important. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's kind of like a, a win-win. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's been the impressive thing over the last few, you know, couple of years is, is the collaborations that you've done. And it's not like the normal, you know, hey, let's get these two or three breweries or, you know, let me collaborate with this brewery or, or maybe even get crazy and collaborate with the chef, right, uh, or a tap room. Uh, but you're collaborating with, like, uh, country clubs and you're collaborating with, you know, charities like the, the what was the For the Kids beer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, For the Kids was the Children's Cancer Network yeah. and yeah. A Phoenix Rising Supporters Group. Um, but you know, they, Phoenix Rising Supporters Group, uh, they're actually the ones, they're called Union 602. Okay. They're the ones that came to us with the idea. Um, and then they, cause they wanted to do events that month to benefit Children's Cancer Network. Yeah. And, uh, one of the leaders of Union 602 happens to be my tattoo artist. So uh-huh. I was getting tattooed one day and he, he brought the idea up to us and, I mean, we were all over it. Yeah. You know, we wanted to be involved with Phoenix Rising, Union 602. It's benefiting a good cause. Uh, so it was. It made total sense. Yeah. That's awesome, man. But, I, I love just, the, the, just the, the array of them. I mean, you look at your anniversary beers, which, by the way, the cans are fantastic. Probably my favorite labels ever. Yeah. 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 They're, I mean, just the design of them. And then you've got, like, the, you know, some of it's matte, some of it's, like, glittery or, or shiny. Um but, I mean, you look across the board, I mean, these were, you know, we got three tap rooms, but then you also have Twisted B, who just makes the craziest right. shit with, you know, freeze-drying Starburst. Another local company that, yeah. that we get to collaborate with. Yeah. And it, it uh, what's the, a rising tide lifts all ships, you know? Exactly. Yep. With all of the people that we work with are either charities or local companies or people benefiting the community. So yeah. it's... Um, you know, if Coca-Cola approached us to do a collaboration, I probably wouldn't do it. I have no reason to do it. You know, yeah, it's like right. You wouldn't. Hell yeah, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but because you know, we like working with community and small business. That yeah. we're a small business. You know, we we don't produce a ton of beer, uh, but we can still make an impact by working with different groups. And Twisted Bee is one of those groups. Like people, you know, right now they only set up and sell at craft fairs and um, here sometimes. Yeah, here, yeah, especially on release days. You know, yeah. we'll have them come and sell their products. Yeah. They do. They have great local honey, uh, terrific infusions, and then they also freeze dry products. Yeah, which is what we've been using. Well, the first beer we did with them was a raspberry habanero infused honey. Yep, yep, which was stellar. Well, and then simply twisted, simply twisted. Yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, and then we did one with freeze dried skittles, and then just one of the anniversary beers was uh, shooting stars. You know, that's freeze dried starburst. So it's yeah, uh, it's a really cool thing to add, and it's it's beautiful to watch. And then they get to set up and introduce their brand to new people mm-hmm. uh, and people who wouldn't know our brand that already use their products get introduced to ours so. yeah well now they got the they got a spot that they're going to be opening up yeah yeah so that's they're growing They've, yeah. yeah since yeah. we started working with them last year they started growing so that's it's, pretty awesome great people i'm not going to say it was us but I mean, <laughs> it was we us, helped yeah. a little bit you know. <laughs> yeah. no they make a great product they would have done it anyway but yeah yeah they're very driven very very motivated yeah. to get and now we're brand. tied in with them so yeah. i mean we're gonna we've already got two or three more that we're talking about making and I mean, nice. That's awesome. Was yeah. it a plan from the beginning to, to do as many collaborations as you do? Yeah. And yeah. believe it or not, we turned down as many as we do. I was going to ask you if yeah. you, you ever say no. <laughs> Sometimes we have to. You, you have know, to, yeah. Um, maybe it's just production capacity, uh, but sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, and yeah. people understand that. You know, we just, I think we've developed some sort of reputation for doing a lot of collaborations and everyone's coming out of the woodwork and trying to do one now, you know, it's, um, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Which is great. You know, they, they, if they come to us with a cause that we can actually help with, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Um, like I'm a, I sit on the board for the 
Craft Brewers Foundation. Okay. Um, and I'm dying to find a way to tie that in with yeah. with something, you know, because that's a good cause too. Yeah. Um, but well, I mean, we do a lot of them. A lot of them. You do. You do every idea I have that like I'm like, dude, I got this really weird idea. Like, let's do it. Yeah. Like, really? All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, They're fun. You know, you meet yeah. new people. You. And, and, and I mean, okay, so this is a good transition too because we want to talk about the canning aspect of it. Um, those collaborations also give you a lot of um, a lot to work with when it comes to creating a cool design, right? Like, when else would you be able to use, you know, what was it, a teddy bear and a soccer ball on the, you know, for the kids' <laughs> beer, right. uh, you know? So it gives you an opportunity to to create art with it. I mean, it, the the can art has really become an art form. At this point, and you guys nail it. Um, Aaron Thomason, your designer. We owe so much to Aaron. Uh, he was a regular at a bar, and one day I just, he, he would come in and draw and drink a couple beers, and I asked him, Have you ever done a can label? And he said, No, but I've always wanted to. Yeah. So as soon as shutdown started, we're like, Let's, let's do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> you well, you can, weren't, because well, you weren't planning on it, right? Like, the canning wasn't part of the, was it part of the vision at the beginning? Yeah. So, okay. Year one, 2020, we wanted to put 10% of our product into cans. Okay. We didn't anticipate doing custom labels for all of them. We actually had uh, one of the first things Aaron did for us was develop like a generic blank, almost like a Crowler label. Okay. And then we were printing labels based on whatever style it was. So it was gotcha. a little labor intensive to apply two labels per can, but um, that was kind of the plan to get rolling, you know? Yeah. Um, but that 10% at the end of 2020 ended up being 48% of our product <laughs> went into yeah. cans. So uh, we, we ended up... I mean, even now we've got a list of projects that Aaron's working on. Um, if it's a simpler design, you know, something that doesn't need to be illustrated, we have another designer, John Klein, that we're um, we're giving projects to. Just because Aaron, I mean, you know, we already have him pretty bogged down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but now we're if we do a release, we want a custom label for it. You know, it's just um, it's kind of our style. We've, yeah, and Aaron helped develop like the layout of our cans. So even if they differ a little bit it's still like you can look at the can i feel like and know that it's a simple machine can yeah um and not all of them have the meters on the side and not all of them have the glass selection um you know they all have the government warning <laughs> did you uh, did you listen to the um rating arizona beers me and marcus did yeah. tap that what were your thoughts oh, about I watched that? That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you haven't watched that go back uh, listen to it or watch it and marcus was uh my my buddy back home, one of my best buddies, was like, "Dude, like he, I love Marshall's can label. You know, he was he took defense to it, but no, but like, <laughs> but Mark, that's what I love about Marcus. Marcus just you know kind of sees these things and and you know, it's a what topic. was it was eye opening. Yeah, um, I hadn't considered that people wouldn't understand what that was. You know, <laughs> we put it on like most of our cans, not yeah. all of them, but a good number of them, uh, and it just it hadn't until that moment. It never." Crossed my mind that that would be misunderstood. Well, he did say it's the beer nerd in him. I'm like, well, dude, absolutely. Like, because you're the only one that cares about that, Marcus. Right. Uh, no. Well, no. I really appreciate his review. And overall, he liked the, the product in the can. So yeah. I can't complain. But he's a big fan of your beers. He opened sure. my eyes on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to stop doing it. <laughs> right. But. But no, that's that is that's part. I love it. Like, I think it, like, I compared it to the, you know, old school video games. Like, there was a video game. That you could ride the jet skis. Remember the jet ski racing game? Yeah, wave, wave runner or something. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
so I was, tw- you know, when you're going through, like, okay, this one's slow, but it has better handling, you know, like that's kind of how I envision that, right? Because yeah. it's not a number, it's I mean, not it's, an IBU. It's any game, you know, it's a, if it's a shooter, it's like, yeah, well, this gun has more power, but it's less fire rate, or it's, yes. this jet ski has slower acceleration, but a higher overall, you know, that exactly. kind of thing. That's why I used I like to play it. a lot of, uh, like, Gran Turismo. Yeah, know? yeah. Tweak your car, get that little. Dude, I used to play Grand Theft Auto, and all I would do is just drive places and get my car painted. <laughs> uh, so a, a key to all of this, all obviously, was, too, that um, you have – you don't have – did you have the Cano Canner at the beginning, or were you guys hand – No. So, so we started with the, like, original beta version of the Cano. Yeah, the Frankenstein one. Yeah. Yeah. Which was literally <laughs> welded in a garage, you know, by my buddy, Andrew – um, but it worked, you know, it worked great. Yeah. And he took that model and then started having professional stainless frames made. Um, so for the first month or two we were running on it and it had like an altered October seamer, individual seamer where okay. it would, it would pop the can up and turn the motor on, but you still had to activate op one, op two. Okay. And, um, he took the machine away right about the start of COVID to okay. rebuild mine into the first stainless frame, like um, regular frame that's in production. So now. basically, salvage with the like what yeah. you can of that one and use it on this. Yeah, new. took okay. all the pieces yeah. off of the old frame and rebuilt it onto the new one. Uh, but it's, I was still running the October seamer. So the next phase of development there was to add an actual seamer. So he had, automatic seam, completely yeah. automatic. And uh, it's actually patent pending. Like the design that they came up with. Yeah. Um, it's stellar. You know, yeah. it's, it's crazy simple. Um, it's more, amazing more simple watch. than most seamers. I mean, I've run a lot of different canning lines. Yeah. And it's just so straightforward. Like, they, they approached machine. it a different way. His, the machine, like, when you watch, it is a work of art when you see the, those can- canners. And then, you, I mean, in my experience, I don't have a, a large number of canners that I've seen. But, you know, I've seen maybe a couple dozen canners. Um, and just the just the efficiency and the tightness of that cano canner is right. pretty impressive. And, and it's perfect for a brewery our size. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, do, it doesn't make sense for like Haas. Sure. You know, they've yeah. got a machine that takes up this room. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But it makes great sense for, you know, if you want to just pull off small amounts yeah. uh, or if you're not, you know, if you're just on small production. Yeah. Um, like I went with him just recently and installed one at a, on a one barrel brewery in Massachusetts and... Uh, we canned off a one-barrel bright tank, yeah. and we had, like, half a case loss, you know? Yeah. Which is phenomenal. To, to lose, because the canning process, you, you, can t- you can lose a lot of beer. You can. Like, pour, yeah. like, high fills or whatever. I've seen the canning lines where as the cans are going through the line, it's shaking so bad that the beer is just, like, flying out of it. I'm like, what is happening over here? Um that might have been a little exaggerated. Yeah. No, no I mean, I've seen some horrible stuff on, on canning machines so, and, and bottling machines, bottling lines. Yeah, I, I could, I, I mean, I'm not envious of what you guys have to do in the back there. I, I'm really not. I mean, you wow. see what I do when I come here. I stay out of the way and I take pretty pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so at the beginning of COVID, Andrew takes the, uh, the canner away to, to get a heavier frame on it. Right. Mm-hmm. Where, where do you go from there? Because now at this point, now it's shut down. Right. We're probably looking at this point. They said, oh, two weeks. We're going to go back to normal life. Right. right. Uh, side story. Uh, when I 
really shit my pants about COVID was when we were here for trivia night. Like, I think it was March 11th or something like it was that. right before St. Patrick's Day. The week before yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. yeah. Tom Hanks got COVID, and they canceled the NBA season. And yep. I'm like, I got to get home. Like, shit's about to hit the fan, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so. That was on a Wednesday, and the following Monday, we were shut down. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I remember that. Pretty yeah. Cool I mean, dude, when Tom Hanks gets hit, you know, nobody's safe at that point. Um, so, <laughs> so, so uh, Andrew takes the canner away. This is right at the beginning of kind of the, the shutdown and everything. Um, and, and where do you go from there? Because I, I know um, just that, I don't know. I, I saw how much cans, and you, you said 48%, right? I, I saw the number of cans you guys were putting out. So wh- when did that start? Did he give you your canner back? Yeah, was he was that- pretty quick. It was, it was like a two-week two turnaround. And in the midterm, we were, like, you know, pre-filling growlers and trying to sell them to go. People were coming with growlers. Yeah. Does, everyone was saying you can't uh, fill growlers that came in, so we just started an exchange program. Okay. So if you had a simple crawler or growler already, um, you drop it off, and we give you a fresh, clean one and fill it. Yeah. And then we would we have this big triple sink in the lab, and we would super sanitize and refill them. Yeah. Um, so we started that program, and that worked pretty well. Okay. Um, and then eventually... You know, they're like, never mind, you can fill outside growlers. Yeah, that's when things are like, all right, things are changing. Things got to move forward here, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, well, we made it, uh, and then he brought the canner back, and then we just, I mean, we are packaging 60 70% of every batch. Yeah. Um, even into the point where tap rooms opened up again. We were at, first we were running at, you know, 25% capacity, and then 50% capacity, um, you know, draft sales just weren't there. All yeah. of our outside sales were cans. Sure. Yeah. Um, and we, I mean, every drop we made, we were able to move, which is fantastic. We didn't get hung with anything. Yeah. Um, until the start of 2021, when tap rooms and restaurants really opened back up again. Yeah. Then we were packaging too much. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, and the tap room was busy, so we would kick it on draft, and the cans would still be around, you know? So because it wasn't on draft. Right. Like, uh, you were telling me that. Like, it's interesting. Like, your cans just basically plummet when it goes off draft. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> without opening a can, people can't sample it. Yeah, and that's true. We'll put it on the menu, but it's under packaged only, so, you know, people are less apt to buy it. Yeah. Um, so, we, just, we learned that pretty quick about a year after the shutdown. Yeah. Um, we're like, okay, only can 15% <laughs> of the batch, you yeah. know, 15, 20%, and then we're, we should be okay to sell through it, because... I'd much rather have it left on draft. You know, it's um, just works out better. Yeah, people can try it. I like on draft too. Me too. Uh, I'll drink so, to that. Cheers, buddy. I'll drink that as well. Uh, so the um, accolades, right? You've you're a decorated brewer at this point. Uh, best newish brewery. Best newish Phoenix. brewery. Well, I mean, that's been great over the you know the two years that you guys have been open, despite all of the the shit storm that's flying around. Um, you know, you guys are fighting and, and, and continue to move forward. And and those accolades, you know, you know, Phoenix Magazine named you guys the best newish brewery, right? Because I think they they didn't the do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't do it in twenty twenty. So in twenty twenty one, they nominated or they picked us. Yeah. Uh, so to get that, um, and then for you to be mentioned as one of the um, one of the great forty eight of I think that's what they call that came it. out of nowhere. That was awesome. Yeah, that it was, was really awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah. So how like how, take me through the feelings when you when you get that because people are like oh I don't really care I would I'd be super well excited. I got the email <laughs> saying I was picked and that they needed information you know and that they wanted to do the write up on me because I had been nominated and chosen yeah 
uh, out of like almost 700 candidates. Dang. Nice. Um, and I thought it was spam, you okay. know, when they sent it to me originally. <laughs> sure. Because you get those things where every time we get published, uh, one of those companies that makes the placards hits you up and they're like, get your write up in Dude. this frame and you can, you know. They're relentless too. For eight payments of $50, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, so I thought it was, I thought it was bullshit. Yeah. Turns out it wasn't. Yeah. So I, uh, I reached back out to them and they, they called me and we had a quick phone call to go over my responses and then uh, turns out it was legit and they published it. So yeah, yeah. They're in no particular order. You know, I was like one, like 30 something. Yeah. You know, not to say I was 30th best, but you were first in my book, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, Cause I always, I pay attention to that when it comes out anyway, it's really sure. neat cause it, it always features local business people like small business, you know? Yeah. And here I was in, in this list with, you know, local chefs and local entrepreneurs, and uh, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Well, dude, much deserved, for sure. For sure. You're, you're making a splash in Arizona beer, man. You are. I, uh, it's, it's hard for me to step back and look at it that way. Yeah. It really is. Well, I mean, that's that's part of it, right? Like, if you were stepping back looking at it, uh, you probably wouldn't be doing the work you need to do to make it happen, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know. We, we got to reflect and look back. In a, in a, but, but, man, sometimes it's, I mean, it's the process, I think, is when you really enjoy the process of, of whatever it is that you're doing, it's, that's, that's the key, man. I do love you what know? I do. Yeah, you uh, do. I can tell. Is, which is why I do it like 70 hours a week. Yeah. You know? Uh, <laughs> you have to love it if you're, if you're going to be doing it. It's just not... Um, it's not something you jump into because you want to make a quick buck. Right, right. I've met people that were like, I'm going to open a brewery and make some money. Yeah. Just I'm doesn't work. Get it over on the, you got, a, you got a guest here. I don't know if you know this guy. Is he just walking in? I'm not sure. I can pause it. Yeah. I'm going to switch my battery anyways. The, oh, and the, uh, we're back. When we're back, yeah. Sweaty balls. Those are <laughs> sweaty balls, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, so if you guys, if my... Amazing video. Am I in the? Yeah, in yeah you're in frame for sure. <laughs> if my amazing video editing, you probably didn't notice the transition right there. But uh, Marshall had a customer come in from Sun City. Um, they're not open yet, and maybe I shouldn't say this because then it's going to open the floodgates of everybody saying they're not open. I'm going to still go. If I'm here, I'll sell it to yeah. go here all day. Well, this yeah. dude to come, he's like, ah, oh, you're my, you know, one of my favorite breweries, and I wanted, to, you know, can I get some cans? And Marshall's like, hell yeah. So we had to take a little pause and. Uh, Give I appreciate some, you pausing. Absolutely, man. Always. Give us some time to reflect. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so uh, the, the accolades, very well, you know, very much deserved. And um, I, I just think that it kind of builds to, to, to kind of fuel that fire that you guys have going at this point, right? You know, yeah, it's, it's not like a rest on your laurels type of thing. It's just more like, all right, cool. Cool. People are digging this. Back to work, man. Right? Because yeah. you have it. What's the vision? Like, what is the, where, where do you want to see Simple Machine go? You know, honestly, we don't we don't want to be like a big regional brewer. You know? Okay, hitting like fighting for shelf space in Safeway is not what we want to do ever. You know? No, not a part. yeah, okay. it's not a I goal. Like that. It's I not like a goal. That. Yeah, um, you know, we like making different beers and uh, trying to perfect house beers. You know, like Day Crusher. You know, yep. we we make a ton of it. Holocaul. We make a, a ton of that too, um, and we kind of fought an uphill battle making. Our system is a little limited right now. 
Um, Very impressive of the amount of beer you get out of that system, right? <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in, in trying to make it consistent, you know, like our, our mash tun has terrible efficiency and we lose a lot in the kettle cause, just because of poor design. Um, but we were forced to open with it. And, and originally we thought we'd upgrade beyond that. Um, and we didn't. So we're just making the best of it. Yeah. You know, we couldn't during COVID. We, uh, we prospered le- during COVID, but not, not to the point where we were comfortable making a large purchase, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're making the best, we're making the best of it, but simple is going to be, um, you know, we, we want to stay really involved with community. We want to stay really involved, um, with other local business. You know, it's actually, it was in my business plan for 2014, like to be involved with community and local business. You know, we want to support other local businesses. Yeah. Um, whether it be another brewery, which is the obvious choice, or it be a a bee manufacturer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A honey manufacturer. People like, don't manufacture be, bees. Bees? Hell, use that. Let's. <laughs> I'm in on that collaboration. So, so yeah, uh, I really, yeah. you know, I really see simple going to uh, you know, this this location. We want to turn into a little bit larger production. You know, we've got some new equipment on the way as we speak. I'm really excited nice. about that. Okay, um, that will effectively double our capacity, but we're not going to brew at full capacity. We're we would maybe if we could, but we're limited because of our brew house. Okay. Um, but we do want to double our production for next year, well, this current year. Um, and we'll, we'll dabble in some outside sales. A lot of it's going to go to outside sales, most likely. Okay. We are building up our barrel program. I've no, it's been growing more and more. There's, there's stacks over there. There's yeah. stacks behind us. Yeah, so in the back. as we can, you know, we're, we're bringing in new barrels. Uh, we've been working with Black Mountain Distillery. So they, they give us barrels whenever they right empty them. There. We ordered in some from a couple different brokers, and we filled those. Um, and as we can, we're just going to keep doing it, adding more and more and more. Uh, I think that that creates a really special thing moving forward for breweries. You know, it's yeah. Um, but eventually, and, and <laughs> I can use you, you can sense that Frank was coming. You're like, what is, what is that? Yeah, everybody, that's Frank that just walked in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> Did that yesterday too. I went to Patton one thirty three nine and did an episode with Tim. I don't know if you ever met Tim. Uh, Tim Hass, the avocado. That one, yeah. The avocado family. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, so like he's the great grandson of the guy who patented the Haas avocado. Yeah, you're Hass. That's what it is. Hass. Uh, anyways, uh, their chef did the same thing. Walked in front, of, pulled a Frank, pulled a Frank <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, what about? Uh, Big, big picture. Let's talk big, big picture. You want to open up more than one spot, yeah. right? Um, you had even mentioned, too, I don't know if I should share this with the world, but uh, making sodas, you mentioned, yeah. is, is something you have a desire to do. So, is that? Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of a, a different offshoot from, you know, we want to grow the beer side of business for sure. Um, kind of follow the John Lane Oso thing where we yeah. like to create our own points of distribution. Okay. Open up tap rooms. Um Nothing, you know, I'm, I'm only speculating here, but, you know, if we could partner with someone that knows how to run food, yeah, um, we maybe look at that. Okay. Which yeah. would be cool. Um, but we're going to be able to produce enough beer in this facility to support multiple locations yeah. before too long. Um, and I would rather take that route than try to become like a regional distributed brewery. Sure. Uh, but then on, on the soda note, yeah, I do, I do really want to make sodas. Um, yeah. I've got some pretty cool recipe ideas that 
we're going to implement this year as kind of like test batches. Okay. Uh, they're not going to be, you know, it's non-alcoholic, but yeah. it's still something I want to try to do. I'm just funny you remember that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, starting with like a traditional root beer. Like they're, they're, I've made root beer at breweries in the past and it's the way that they were doing it, it's just like syrups and sugar and okay. water and it's mixed together and carbonated. You know, I don't, I don't want to do it that way. Yeah. Um, I want to buy the ingredients. I want to boil it. I want to make an actual root beer. Oh, from the uh, roots. Yeah. From the roots. Sassafras. Are you going to call it that? From the roots. <laughs> no, I will not call it that. Uh, Why? Is that already called? So, there's something already called? That is a horrible name. <laughs> Shut up, Frank. <laughs> uh, we don't know what we'll call it yet. Okay. Um, but okay. I do want to get into that. I like the NA beverage side of things. And, yeah. You know, this tap room, you know, my, my business partner, he's, he's got a family, just had a second kid. Um, we've always tried to be family friendly. I think offering sodas on draft is something really cool that we can do. For sure. And if we do ever make it to the point where we have... You know, a second location that has some sort of food concept. If we were offering sodas on draft that are, like, house-made, that would be really yeah. cool. Uh, it's not a focus right now, but yeah, it's one of those things we dream about. You know? Well, you said the the non-alcoholic side of things. There, there's been a great stride in in how non-alcoholic beer tastes these days, right? Right. <laughs> I remember my dad suddenly people yeah, start yeah. caring. Like, yeah. can I have a craft beer that tastes like that? Yeah. Well, so is that is that a possibility for you to make a, a, a non-alcoholic IPA you know we've, we've talked about it we've looked at it I would love to do it but I I don't want to fuck around with it you sure. know we need sure. certain equipment to do that ah, gotcha. to do it right anyway okay. and we don't we don't possess that currently yeah. we don't have yeah. that capacity um, it would be really cool it would be really cool to be able to do it but I want to make sure it's done right I don't want yeah. to I don't want to just try to half do it. ass it. Like, yeah. isn't this good? Like, it's not the home brewing days. People aren't going to say it's great. It's right. great. Like, you own a business now. People say this fucking sucks, dude. Right? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, <laughs> and really, it requires a lot more investment than than just being able to produce something that's NA. Yeah. Uh, I, the first thing we would invest in is upgrading our lab. You know, okay. we, we run a pretty rudimentary lab. At least I consider it that way. You have a lab, though. That's a step up. Uh, right, you right. Know? I mean, yeah. you know, a microscope, an incubator, and some and some glassware. You know, and a door. A door. And a door. To, to yeah. shut it it's to make it look room. like you're doing something And it's air-conditioned. The rest of the warehouse isn't, so <laughs> yeah. that's nice. I spend a lot of time in there. I do. <laughs> uh, but we need equipment that can test uh, ABV, for instance. Okay. You know, sure. we, don't, we don't have anything that can break down and tell us exactly what's in our beer on, in-house. Okay. We have to ship it out for that yeah. currently. Okay. And that just won't do for me. Yeah. You know, I, and if we invest in the equipment first then adding something that's NA later will be much easier. Yeah. Uh, but if we had the equipment, we could, you know, tell a lot of things about our beer mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have to send it out of house for. So, Like why it tastes like this and why my glass is empty? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, uh, Frank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, if you, if you want to. I mean, to. if you feel so inclined. Yeah. A couple of day crushers yeah, maybe yeah, wouldn't that'd hurt. Be, yeah. Wave at the camera I when wouldn't. you pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you're listening to the, this episode, you got to go to YouTube and watch this episode as well. Yeah, because there are people that, like we. I do some video episodes, and people are like, I didn't even know you did a video episode. I'm like, God, damn, like I spent a lot of time on that. Nobody's even watching it. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> That's just me thinking out loud. Uh, so, um, your beer review ones, I watch all the time. You like those? Yeah, I like. People them a lot. dig those. Yeah, people yeah. have been digging those, and and Marcus knows what he's talking about. Um, I watch his his solo videos too. He does. What, he, he knows his stuff, one. right? Yeah. 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 Um, 
and he's a positive guy too. He's not looking yeah. to be a douchebag about things. He doesn't just open a can and shit all over it. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. always has something good to say about it. He does. Yeah. Um, so oh, you got a number. Ah, oh, this is Buddy. Buddy, uh, one of your employees with a tap that AZ hazy shirt, <laughs> dude. Thank you. It's good taste for, in for, It is very good taste in clothing. Um, thank you for the tap that easy hazy collaboration. That has been. That's when we're gonna keep doing, man. I'm excited. That's actually for that. what we're ruining today. Hell yeah! Well, I'm not. I'm. Uh, I don't. I've I've stirred a couple things and pulled yeah. some grains out, but that's it. I've been very clear of what my strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a cool video out of this, and I and, and we're gonna do the Wild West video for the release of this I one. Can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna can't be wait. good. So stay tuned for that. But. Okay, so uh, am I going out on a limb when I say that So the, the future of Simple Machine um, is not really set in stone as far as, like, you guys don't seem to have a hard, like, this is what we're doing, this is what we need to achieve this at this point, this, that, where you, you kind of goals mixed with uh, the flow of things. Yeah. Yeah? I, is that I, right? Well, we've been forced to roll with the punches. You may come. You know, since we started. <laughs> um, sure, yeah. Thanks, bud. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Day crushers. I'm cutting that part out. At least the visual part for the YouTube people. Just kidding. <laughs> that is Frank. Frank, uh, you'll see Frank. Big smile in, Frank in the tap room every day. Yeah. Frank did? Yeah. With the beers? For sure, well, man. Well, I mean, not just with the beers, but yeah. I mean, like, Frank came in, uh, you know, as a volunteer all during the shutdown to help yeah. us package. And even today, he helped me package fresh day crusher so Dude, frank's awesome cheers yeah. to frank man cheers I'll to, drink frank. to frank any day for frank is uh he'll beat you to it though <laughs> i've had some good times with frank um but no i mean that's the, the team the the team itself everybody here is invested in it and you know frank particularly like the smile every single day he's yeah. always, no matter what like i've never seen him mad have you ever seen him mad uh kind of once okay <laughs> kind of once was it when there was the two tables in the back <laughs> No, he was excited that Frankie day. Two yeah. tables, Frankie. Two tables. <laughs> uh, so, so, Fleck, you guys are just—you've got a—you got a semi vision, or you, I don't want to—I don't want to discount your vision, but but it's it's a roll with the punches type of thing as well. I mean, you run a small business, yeah. You know, you understand, and I think anyone running a small business, just not just a brewery, understands that you have to be flexible and you have yeah. to be able to adapt with what's happening because. You know, you don't always know what's going to happen. And for a small business, you might not have the funding to push yourself in the direction you really want to go. So sure. you may have to explore other avenues. Yeah. And COVID was a good example of that. Um, you know, or even in build out, like, you know, construction ran over budget. No shit. That happens. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we couldn't open with a new system. We had to mm. open with the one that I had in my garage. Yeah. You know, which is fine. We're, yeah. we're running it. Till the wheels fall off. Yeah. Um, but you have to be able to adapt to that. So we have an idea of where we want the company, um, you know, the one, two, three, four-year goals. But really, we focus on the current year. Like, anything sure. that's within 12 months from now is uh, where we're really looking, you okay. know? Yeah. Like, we just finished anniversary. We're thinking about next year's anniversary. That's yeah. about as far as we're going. Yeah. I'm not going to start thinking about Beer Week 2023 yet. Yeah. Uh, but I will worry about January when we have to do our three-year anniversary. Yep. You know, what are we going to yep. do different? Am I going to have something cool in barrels in the next two months that I can age for 10 months to then package and release, you know? Yeah. Um, that's that's about as far as we can concrete vision. Sure. Um, yeah. 
but we do, you know, we constantly work toward the ideas of, of what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't always work out that way. It and, it's life. Yeah. And you'll get real disappointed real quick yeah. if, if you marry an idea that uh, it's just not going to happen sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're very much go with the flow and that's fine. You yeah. know, um, I just got approached last night about being part of the Wandering Tortoise local tap takeover event that they're doing for Beer Week. Oh, nice. And that conversation quickly turned from what beers do you have available to what custom beer are we brewing for the event, you know? Yeah. And then we changed. I knocked something off of production, I put the collab in, uh, and now we're brewing it next Tuesday. So it's like, that's the kind of thing we have to roll with, you know? And we have that flexibility. We have that capacity. Uh, If we were locked into a distributorship and we, you know, in the past, when I was brewing at other places, uh, not to name names, but, you know, we had... The tanks were called for because we had to meet the orders because we had to survive. You yeah. know, it wasn't, yeah. uh, we didn't have the flexibility to sell it in, in house like we do here and yeah. play around and have multiple sizes on tanks where we can do small batch and we can do a larger production batch. And I don't know, we're in a good spot right now. Yeah. And, you know, we work hard every day and it's it's very much a team thing. I mean, you, you mentioned our team's invested like, Frank's literally invested, you know, like he's, he's stealing some cans right now. I see him walking out there, but I'm sure he's delivering first those. run low fill. It's fine. It's... <laughs> no, but he's just making sure he doesn't forget him. Yeah. 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 But no, I mean, everybody on the, on the team, it's, it's, uh, that's a hard thing, especially these days of getting people that are, that are on because as, as the owner, as, as the brewer, as the face of this, of this place, um, that's a lot of weight on your shoulders of getting the right people. Like, are they representing us well? Are they being assholes to the customers? You know. So I did. Uh, I th- I feel like I did a lot of good due diligence research. You know, when we started thinking about the idea of opening a brewery, which okay. I'll mention again was in 2014. Yeah. Uh, my my partner and I, you know, we did a lot of research. I already knew a lot of people in the industry. I had just started really working in the industry. Um. And the big thing that you see is, it, one, people don't stick around because uh, they're, you know, that's you just go through people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, I remember that meeting that uh, Tony McGee book, Loganitas, and the one thing he said is like, don't count on anyone sticking around. He thought when they open, their people would be with them for years. Yeah. And then they all turned over in three months. You know, when they first got going. Yeah. I didn't experience that. I was, I was going to say that's not a very it's a very bleak outlook. Well, things, but but we were trying to be though. realistic. Yeah, yeah you know, for we, sure. we lost a couple part time bartenders. Yeah, um, and that that's bound to happen. But I mean, I've got uh, Jim on my staff, and he was he started coming in here when we were under construction, and then he offered. He's like, you know, if you guys ever want a night off, I'll come in and work. Yeah, because he loves craft beer. He, he, ever, doesn't, he doesn't yeah. need a second job. Yeah. He comes here because he loves it. Yeah. And, I mean, he's here tonight. You yeah. know, like, he loves working here. He's been here since the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Coley, she's been here for over a year. Yeah. Um, we just don't, we don't have the turnover. I haven't had an employee last less than a year so far, yeah. which is kind of crazy. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, it's great. It sounds It says a lot about you as, as how you operate a business behind the scenes, right? I mean, you can execute... You can execute, uh, you know, it's not sustainable, but you can execute 
being an asshole, right? <laughs> you know, uh, on the front. On I've the worked front, for him. Yeah. yeah, on the front and on the front side of things, the customer doesn't really see that, right? Like they're just like, oh, this place is great. They make great beers. They don't know how people are getting treated in the back, um, but that turnover will 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 pinpoint that real quick, yeah. right? So to to have that low turnover and and people committing to your brand um, it says a lot about you, and and I mean the the work that you put in, and you know, just being I, a good dude. Yeah. Well, we try. Yeah, I just I feel fortunate that we've had the people we have, and the they get along with our customers so well yeah. that uh, we've we've cultivated something really neat yeah. uh, in the tap room, and then for the brand, you know, yeah. I think people see the brand, and even if they haven't tried the beer, they like it. You know, we've had yeah. people come in just because they, they wanted to try it, yeah. which is great. I think that's common with a lot of breweries, but uh, it's that's one of the things I still get excited about. You know, yeah, and out of eight employees. Three of them, one of them is me, branded themselves with the tattoo. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> literally branded yourself. Yeah. yeah. Frank's got the little on his on his. He was leg. the first one. Was he really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was the second and then Coley was the third. Yeah. Yeah. So like I I I told them not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they wanted to do it anyway. Right. So. Yeah. Um which is pretty cool. I mean That's really cool. Yeah. I would challenge, I would, you know what, here's a challenge to the listeners, uh, find three employees from another brewery that have tattoos of that brewery and let me know. <laughs> that let still know. work there. <laughs> That's still, yeah, there you go. There you go. Boom. Uh, so beer week is coming up. Um, I know you said you're not planning for beer week 2023, but beer week 2022 is coming up, right? Yep. Um, you got some really fun things. Well, first of all, um, this the 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 two year anniversary thing where you know basically what you guys did was toured four different you went to Trevor's Liquors, yeah. Ground Control, Divided Vine, and twelve twenty seven, which was supposed to be the live podcast. Uh, but uh, but that was a cool that was a really cool thing. People collected um, backstage passes at the weekend before, so then they could turn them in at you know on your anniversary weekend. Uh, so you guys already like. Hit it out of the park a month before beer week, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> hoped you didn't uh, spend all the, the budget on. <laughs> but, no, you guys have some really cool things coming up for beer week, right? Yeah. Well, it, I mean, we're already looking at January next year, and we're definitely going to do the tour again. It was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, the accounts loved it, and we had some really good feedback from customers. And what a cool theme, right? Because you were in a band. Uh, back, in the, bands. back in another life, I used to be cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're super cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I dig that. I love it. I love the theme of it. Um, so we're going to do that next year. For sure. Um, what about this year for Beer Week? What's the. We what's have some the really cool stuff. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I still need to update it on the Guild Beer Week calendar, but they're all kind of falling into place. Um, so the very first thing we're going to do. Beer Week starts on the 17th, which is a Thursday. Okay. Um, on Friday the 18th is when Wandering Tortoise is doing their, kicking off their local, all local draft yeah. um, tap event. That's the 18th. Yeah, okay. Friday the 18th. Okay. Uh, so we're brewing a beer, as decided last night, we're going we're gonna to brew a beer for them. He's um, up, yeah? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> totally, man. Well, we did, because we did one for their five-year, and uh, I was talking to Thomas from them last night. And and people loved it. So he's like, yeah. we you know we want something similar. Uh, I had him pick out his favorite hops, and then Coley picked one hop she really likes. So it's going to be Sabro Citra Cashmere, okay, seven um, percent, twenty IBU, uh, 
it's going to be really cool. I'm yeah. really excited about it. Nice. So and so, wondering simple tortoise. tortuga. Sim- simple tortuga. I like that man. <laughs> so that that beer will be on uh, uh, with a mix of other Arizona beers. Yeah, all yeah. of their they're going to only be selling local for AZ Beer Week. Nice, which I think is really fun. That's cool. really cool, man. They got a lot of draft handles, and they, they do, do really well with out of state breweries. They do. But for and, them to support it, it means a lot. That was one of the, I, I think that was one of the knocks on on them was uh, that they, which I get it. Like they were like we're we're getting the best beer. We're not ne- doing it necessarily because it's local, right? right? So they so they have that approach of bringing. Like I mean, they brought first time I ever had Cerebro outside of Colorado, outside of Denver, yeah. right? You know, so uh, they brought some amazing beers. Um, but consumers want that. They do. They want uh, they a place really, to go. Yeah, you know? they really do. Like I mean, I love I love. Local beers, and I will always drink a local beer when it's on draft. But, dude, if I see Cerebro on draft, I'm probably going to get that, you know, because <laughs> uh, you don't see it very often. But, um, but no, that, that, that's awesome that they're doing that for Beer Week is, is doing the Arizona Takeover. So, and we um, get to be part of it, which yeah. is really exciting. Hell, yes. So that's just day two, right? Yeah, technically. Yeah. I don't have anything going on for day one. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe we'll do Happy Hour All Day or something. I yeah. don't know. TBD. Um, yeah. Follow Simple Machine Brewing. On yeah, Instagram. Instagram and Facebook. There you go. Um, but then the 19th is Strong Beer Festival. So excited to do a Strong Beer Festival again. It was the first yeah. and only event that we got to do uh, up until the, the Saving the Guild events. Uh, like the really structured events that they did at Old yeah. Ellsworth. And, oh, yes. Uh, and yeah, down at Button yeah. during, during last year, you know? Yeah. Um, but because we opened in January 2020, Strong Beer is in February 2020, we... Hit it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, it was beautiful, and we're so excited to do Strong Beer again. We're doing a collab with Kitsune, a uh, Belgian quad. Okay. We're going to tap there. Um, we've got a couple of the barrel-aged beers we've saved that we're going to release there. Nice. And then, obviously, we're pouring Helical because it's our favorite. Uh, and Day Crusher. Yeah. Because a lot of times people need something light. They do. I've learned that working yeah. in the industry. Uh, we actually just had this conversation in the office last night. They're like, uh, one of my brewers was like, Day Crusher. Why would you, are we even allowed to bring that? Yeah. Well, one, yeah, we can bring anything we want. <laughs> yeah. But two, people want it. Trust me. People yeah. are gonna people are gonna want something light. For um, sure. Or they're gonna come up and they're just like, give me your strongest beer. They're gonna slam their cup down and I'm gonna give them Day Crusher. Yeah, it's a triple <laughs> IPA right here. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. Slam it back. You want another difference? Uh that sounds like a good lineup, though. That sounds like a good a good mix. Um, Strong beer is going to be at a new place this year. Yeah. Which I don't know if you saw the video the guild shared yesterday. Yeah. That thing looks. That's a huge. Yeah, it's in huge it's grassy. Yeah. On the Google Maps, it was all rocks, so I was a little concerned. Oh, was, <laughs> well, yeah, that could be very concerning. Okay, so Strong beer, and I know you got a couple of other things uh, up your sleeve for for beer week. So on the collaboration on Tuesday, Tuesday, two twenty two twenty two. Oh. Falls during Strong Beer. On Tuesday? On Tuesday? T-W-O-S day. Tuesday, yeah. the Tuesday. It's on a Tuesday, too. Okay, That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, what? Tuesday. I'm busy. Yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> what are you going to do for that? Uh, we did a collab with BRI. We brewed a Cherry Kolsch. Okay. Uh, we're going to release that in uh, on Tuesday. Tuesday. At the Theodore. Okay. Downtown. Oh, wow. And nice. we're doing a, a science tournament. We're going to do an egg drop That's right. contest. So yeah. uh, we'll release the beer. They're going to put on a couple of each of our other beers. We're all going to be down there, the, the BRI team and my team. 
uh, handing out some stuff, and then we're going to put together prize packs for probably the first two places on okay. the egg drop. Um, if you're not, are you familiar with an egg drop? No, I am, but I want you to explain it. <laughs> yeah, I'll know. <laughs> so we'll probably, you know, we'll put the sign up at a certain time and give uh, teams of two uh, probably a half hour to structure something to keep their egg safe, and yeah. then we're going to start dropping the eggs and. If you get your broken egg, then you're out. Yeah. So I'll start just from arm's length, and then we'll be on a step ladder. And then they haven't confirmed this yet, but I want to drop it off the roof. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. That. We'll see who wins. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope people really come out and support it. You know, yeah. normally like Theodore does a great job uh, promoting their events. Yeah. Uh, so does BRI. So I think we'll get a pretty decent turnout. But that one's dude, gonna be right downtown fun. too. Like, there's got to be. Yeah, there's got to be some traffic oh, yeah. going on there. And it's People beer are... week. You know, they're going to they're gonna have a good lineup yeah. of, of beers, too. So we're, sure. we're really excited to be part of that. And nice. uh, it'll be the first event that we've done at Theodore. And I'm stoked to be working with the BRI team because, I mean, I've known those guys since they opened up. Yeah. That's when I first met them. And just a great crew. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be good. It'll be a good time. Awesome, man. And then what, if they, uh, what if they all break it on the first drop? Uh, the one that broke the least, <laughs> then, the least. then gets the prize. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, continue. So there was so yeah, BRI so, collaboration. Yep, and then we've got uh, we're doing a collab with TCBC. Uh, okay. I'm good friends with those guys, and I had the idea a couple years ago for a really cool beer week event to use BattleBots. 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 Like what's like the? Do you remember like, the show? It used to be like you build robots. And they had like a little arena, and they would yeah yeah hey, yeah. So. They sell sets of BattleBots on Amazon. Big ones? No. no. Little ones? Little remote-controlled BattleBots. Yeah. So we're going to each buy a couple sets of BattleBots, and then you come sign up, you pick your bot, and then you battle it out. And we're we're going to do top two or three on that one. Yeah. Um, And we're brewing. We uh, we brewed a beer last year called Cashmere's Beards. Okay. Um, So we're brewing that again. We're going to do a full batch of it here, package some of it. We got a label in the works, yeah. Uh, so that one's gonna be that one's gonna be pretty exciting, nice. uh, and that beer was great. I mean, Justin and I both—I think he calls himself a cashmere slut. <laughs> uh, I'm just a really big fan, so <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, potato, yeah. potato. Yeah, you're just being uh, being uh, subtle. Mark. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're uh, the last one we're doing. Um, we did well. We're brewing it next week. Uh, it's going to be a, a collab with Phoenix Beer Co., Throne Brewing Company, and Growly Delivers. Ah, uh, yeah, So that's we're, right. we're brewing that. Uh, we're brewing it at Phoenix, which is cool. I used to brew there. It'll be neat to see how they progressed, you know, what's, what's new. It's a really big spot. Really big spot, But yeah. since it was so many breweries involved, we figured they've got the largest production capacity. Yeah. So we're going to brew a 20-barrel batch. Uh, we're not going to package any of it because Growly Delivers for people who aren't familiar, is a growler delivery service. So the beer is going to be only available in our tap rooms and only through Growly Delivers. We're okay. not going to, we're not going yeah. to package it or offer growlers or growlers out of the tap room. It's only going to be on Growly. So, okay, nice. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And they're going to be offering free delivery on it, which is neat. Yeah. Um, we'll all have it on our um, Growly Deliver websites. Yeah. Uh, and we're the only three breweries that they work with right now. So, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. So it'll be kind of cool to get that get that beer in tank. We're going to brew a really, really cool, juicy, spicy uh, session IPA. So, spicy? What do you mean spicy? Like, uh, it's going to be kind of bitter. 
Okay, gonna... not not a habanero. You're not like throwing. No, habanero. no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Spicy like hoppy. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Some hot bite to it. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be bitey. Uh, like but that. but really, we want to hit the juicy side. Um, it's gonna have a lot of cashmere. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Popeye and I love the cashmere, so. He's not a he's not a proclaimed cashmere slot, but Popeye, Popeye yeah. as well, yeah, Popeye. But he loves cool he loves yeah. cashmere. So. And, and they're also I don't know if Eric Walter is still there or not. He is, yeah, yeah. He'll be brewing with us, okay. Um, yeah, the whole, their whole team is going to be down for the day. Nice. And Growly's coming out. Uh, Carlos and Brad from Throne are coming. What uh, day are you guys brewing? The uh, fourth, February fourth. Right. Oh, I might. You should come down. Crash the party. Yeah. <laughs> Friday. It'd be actually cool. We could it's do a Friday. podcast. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool, yeah. Um, so the growly thing um, is really cool. I, I think that if if more people knew about this in the Valley. Um, oh, I think so too, man. Dude, growly's awesome. So basically, like once a week, uh, you take their, you get your order on the website. They update the beers. So Marshall releases a Hoppy Lager, which is one of my favorite beers that you make. There's been a couple of them. There was the Zeppelin one, right? Was the Whole seller. lager love. Whole lager love, dude. That was fantastic. So, um, you just you you get these beers, and the day pretty much, I think, within a couple of days of them coming out, they're on the Growly website. Mm-hmm. You can go there. You can order what Growlies you want, and Growly delivers it to you. Yeah, like within the Phoenix metro area. Like, and yeah, we get our orders in Thursday morning. We fill the Growlers that morning, and they deliver them that day. Yeah. So, and then we date them all. You know, Best Buy kind of. Yeah. Thing. And they offer regular thirty-two ounce Growlers. Or they've got the 64-ounce U-Cake style, which like awesome. the charge CO2. Yep. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. And it's another small business born out of the shutdowns. Yeah. You know, yep. they, they wanted to do something good for the environment, and they capitalized on trying to trying to do reusable, and mm-hmm. uh, were able to pull off a delivery service for it. It's pretty cool. They do it coffee, is. too. They deliver coffee. Yeah. And, yeah. Dude, it's pretty like wild. It. What a way to get your like weekend going, right? Thursday <laughs> evening, you get a you get a thirty two ounce cold brew, and you get you know a sixty four ounce of a double IPA from Simple Machine. Your weekend <laughs> Friday is going to be a good day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anything else? So you got the you got the the Growly um, uh, collaboration. Is there is is that the the kind of the beer week wrap up for you guys? We are going to be. Um, we are going to be doing a couple things in house that week that okay. that are still TBD ish. So, I mean, if if you're listening, pay attention to our social media. Yeah, that's what we're announcing. So, okay, we're going to do some fun stuff. Um, I'm excited about Beer Week this year. Hell it's yeah! Be, I mean, it's going to be a long ten days, but yeah, I always call it Beer Ten Days. Well, yeah, Beer Week, Beer Ten Days. Yeah, Beer Week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude. Always great having you on the show, man. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, it's I feel like man. since the first episode that we've done, um, when we initially did the episode here, um, there's been a couple of times I've had you on the show, but I've never had you to myself. Like we, it's first time. Yeah. We started at, at AZ Barrels, Bottles, and Brews, and then Liz came on pretty quickly and crashed the show, you know. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but no, man, I'm glad that we got to sit down and, and get an update of what's going on with Simple Machine. You know I love you guys, and the success is uh, really cool to see, man. So... Uh, well, I, I think it's, I mean, it's great to see that the whole AZ beer community is growing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. I, I'm glad to be part of it. And I've always, I've always thought Simple should act to be part of what they wanted it to be, you know, and yeah. I think we're doing a good job on that. Um, 
Nice. And we didn't lose anyone during the shutdowns, which yeah. is pretty stellar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy about it. Nice work, buddy. <laughs> cheers, cheers to bro. you. Cheers. It was like the eighth cheers we did.